do
activity of our limbs, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that we still have our right mind, Father God, to come in that house to serve you, Lord God. Lord God, I pray right now, Father God, I decrease so that you may increase in me, Father God. Lord God, I pray that the meditation of my heart, God, be acceptable, Lord God, in thy sight, Jesus. Lord God, I pray, Father God, that your anointing, Father God, would take control of this service, Father God. Lord God, I pray right now, Father, that your word will hover upon each and every one, God. Let them be healed, delivered, and set free, Father God. Lord God, I pray, Father God, that for those that's not saved, Father God, they will come asking, Father God, to give their lives to you, Lord God. Lord God, I pray for those that are saved, Father God, I pray that you will set their souls on fire. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray right now, Father God, don't let us just be hearers of your word, Father God, but let us be doers of your word as well, Father God. And Lord, I, I thank you right now, Lord God. God, I thank you, God, for your precious Holy Spirit. Lord God, I thank you for your anointing, Jesus. Lord God, because I know, Lord God, the anointing destroy every yoke, Father God. Lord God, there's yokes need to be destroyed in our house today, Father God. Lord God, we come into you, bowed into the throne of grace this morning, God. We're asking that you would do it again, Jesus. Lord God, you're a God that cannot lie, Jesus. Lord God, you're ever and omega, Lord God the beginning and the end, Father God. And we bless and we glorify your name because you are Jesus 
in Jesus alone. Let everybody in the house say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's such a beautiful day to see everyone in the house of the Lord today. It's a blessing and an honor and a privilege to stand before you again to bring the word. I thank God for Pastor Hallelujah Jesus that he's still with us preaching and teaching the word of God. I thank God for the musician. We thank God for her this morning because we know that she has such a busy schedule. We just thank God this morning. We're going to continue to lift her up in prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. I'm not going to be before you long, but I just want to give you that God had gave me this in my spirit. And you got to be tried in order for you to be preaching. And I thank God for this message. And if you can open up your Bibles to the book of Genesis, the 32nd chapter. Genesis, the 32nd chapter. And we're going to read the 24th through the 26th. Genesis 32, 24 through 26. If you have it, say amen. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw 32 or 25, and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh and was out of joint as he wrestled with him. The 26. And he said, let me go for a day breaketh. And he said, Jacob said this, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And for a thought, we're going to have the power of faith to hold on and not let go. The power of faith to hold on and not let go. And if we could go back and look at the history of Jacob, we could understand why he wrestled with the angel wanting for him to bless him. Because we in an hour that we got to hold on to God like never before. We got to hold on to him. Yes, there is another variant in the world. But God said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. God is our protector. God is our healer. Whatever you need God for in this hour, God's going to tell you to hold on. 
to your faith. And don't let go. No, I don't care how, you know, we always say, I don't care how it looks, no matter how it seems. But sometimes the fire get hot. And sometimes the, 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 the fire gets so hot that it makes us tremble. And it makes us get weak. But we, but we have to tell you that we serve a God that never sleeps, nor does he slumber. And because of he never sleep nor he slumber, we can hold on. We can hold on. We can lift up one another in the name of Jesus. And let's go back in, in, to the 25th chapter. I'm going to give you a history of Jacob. We're going to go to the 25th chapter. And we're going to read at number 19 through 28. It will give us the setup of who Jacob was, okay? And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to be his wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Pandaren, the sister to Laban, the Caesarean. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated to him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Look at this. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. Right. We got to ask the Lord about our children. Come, That's what she did. Because they were struggling and fighting in her womb. But she wanted to know what she was holding. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall and the elder shall serve the young. And when and when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red and all over like a hairy garment. And they called him Esau. And after that came his brother out, and he took hold, and he took his took hand, took hold of Esau. Look at this. I want you to look at this. His heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. And the boys grew up. Esau. He was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. Look at this, how mother and father did. Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved God. This is plain as day. One loved the other one. You know, so we always say, well, you have you uh, favoritism, you got favoritism for the other child. We always say, no, I don't. But it plainly states, as not saying she didn't love I, um, Esau, not saying Isaac didn't love him, but the Bible says Isaac loved Esau because he ate venison, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Okay, now this is his birth, and now y'all already know about, not about Jacob. You know, he, he, he was a plain man dwelling in the tents. Remember that, okay? 
He was just a plain, ordinary man. He worked at Walmart stocking shelves, okay? Just, just to give y'all, you know, a plain person. He wasn't a celebrity. He was just a plain person. And Jacob sought pottage. Now, this, now here go brothers about to have a disagreement, okay? Esau sells his birthright. And Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And look at Jacob. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. He could have easily fed, gave his brother something to eat. He could have easily, but he didn't do it. And if you look at this, this was already in the plans of God. And Esau said, behold, I am the pot, I am the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? I'm about to die anyway, so what, what my birthright? I, I don't have no meaning. And Jacob said, swear to me this day. He would swear to him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread, the pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drank and rose up and went his way. And look, now you done gave your brother your birthright. Now you despise your birthright. But he did. Based upon because he was hungry. And you know, as we go into the other child, I want you to know, even though there's a pandemic, and you go back into the Bible, and when it said there's a fame, won't you know, God still provided. He still um, provided for his people. And, and I want you to, I'm going to prove it. He said in the chapter 26, because I'm going to walk you through up until the, 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 the wrestling with the angel. And he said, and, for, and there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine, that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Amalek, the king of the Philistines, unto Gear. Look, and the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down unto Egypt, but dwell, look, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee to go of. He told them that God has a, a specific place for your blessings. A special land for your blessings. A special country for your blessing. Because he said from the, from the beginning of Abraham, he said, so, um, Journey in this land. I will bless, I will be with thee. I will bless thee for unto thee, unto thy seed. And I will give all countries and I will perform. Look what God, God is. God will not go back on his word. He said, I will perform the oath which I swear unto the Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And I will give unto thy seed all the countries and all thy seed shall, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed his, my voice he kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Because of Abraham, we are blessed. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, he was the father of faith. Oh, 
So ours is the power of faith to hold on and not let go. If you go throughout this whole Bible, somebody's faith was tried. But the Bible gives us, give us encouragement to hold on when we go through trials and tribulations. Now, if we go to um, in the, the, in, um, chapter 27, we're going to go to the part where um, Isaac wanted to give blessings to um, Esau. But as a mother, the mother heard what the, her husband about to do to Esau. So she went and got Jacob. <laughs> she went and got Jacob. So this is, in our eyes, in our eyes, this will be the first form of deception, but it was still in God's will because he had to go through, he had to go this way. It says, um, and Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau, his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and bring it. See, they was already, they already liked venison, um, deer meat. So being that they already liked it, he already knew how, how um, Isaac liked it. So Esau went into in the field and went and got what his his father asked him to do, but his, but the the mother Rebecca said, okay, let me hurry up, let me go get Jacob, and honor the request that he, um, Isaac had wanted. And it says, and Jacob said to Rebecca, his mother, behold, Esau, my brother, is hairy, and I'm smooth. I am a smooth man. I'm talking about twenty-seven and eleven. My father preadventure will fill me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. Look at his mother. And his mother said unto him, Upon me, upon me be thy curse, my son. Only obey my, my voice and go fetch it. And they did, um, Jacob did what his mother said. And time went on. When it was time for um, Isaac to bless Esau, Jacob got it. Yes, he did. It was set up for Esau, but Jacob got it. And doing the line and reading the Bible, the Bible said that um, Esau hated his brother. Because of one, I done gave you my birthright. Now all the blessings that my daddy had, now you gonna take it too? And it's supposed to have been for me? But, but the Bible said that um, Esau said, let me grieve. But when I finish grieving, I'm going to I'm going to kill you. And so when Je um, Esau went to his father and begged him for a blessing, he asked him, is there not a blessing for me? There's a blessing for everybody. everybody. God have a blessing for everybody. But upon this time and this time, it was for Jacob. And it says um, Esau plans a revenge. And he said, these words of Esau, her eldest son, were told to Rachel. And she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Behold thy brother Esau, as touching thee, thou comfort him himself, purpose to kill thee. I could imagine you are waiting for an uh, inheritance. And you are and you already know you're in that line to get an inheritance. Yeah. And the mother plotted against you to, for your other child to get it. We're gonna feel some type of let's be real, let's we gotta be honest. I mean, I'm supposed to get the cattle, 
I'm supposed to get the hills. I'm supposed to get all these blessings from the from Abraham. We're supposed to go pass down to to Esau. But what? Esau, um, Jacob got it. Now, um, if we go on, now Jacob, come on, y'all, want to follow with me? Jacob done ran for his life. We getting there. Now Jacob done ran for his life. Now he done did wrong. Now we're in chapter. Uh, we're still in chapter twenty-eight. Jake, you know, I want you to know something too. Just because Jacob ran, he didn't. You know, the Bible said that Jacob had a dream, and in the, in the in the dream it says, and Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran, and he lighted lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night, because the sun was set, and he took up the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in the place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God descended and descending upon it. Pastor, that makes you think, even though him and his mama stole his rights and the blessings, that makes us know, you know, God don't have a special person who he talked to. God don't have a respected person who he allowed to see the future. He don't have respect the person who who he allows to see what's going on in the earth because the Bible said I will bless and have compassion on whom I have compassion on and I will have mercy on who he want to have mercy on me. So don't never, don't never second guess yourself thinking that God won't use you. Don't never second guess yourself saying that God can't use you because he can. All you got to be is a willing vessel. And if you go on to the, um, chapter 29, it tells you, you know, Jacob done, done seen a woman. Her name was Rachel. He loved Rachel. He loved Rachel. But he didn't get Rachel because of the custom. You got to marry the younger person first. So therefore, he got Leah. So that Leah loved him, but he didn't love Leah. He loved Rachel. So if you go back all the books of chapter 29 and 30, and 30 you're going to see how much Leah loved Jacob. You know, you have the, the, 12, the 12 tribes of Israel. So the 12 tribes of Israel came from Rachel and Leah. Because every child that Leah had became a name. And we think about, um, we would say, this girl done having all these, these babies by this man that don't love her. Okay, proven fact. Jacob loved Rachel more than he loved Leah. Leah said, I'm going to give, um, give you all these babies. You're going to love me. But every child that every child that she had became a name. Okay. I see King Myra looking. Let's go and look at it. Chapter 30. Chapter 30 in Genesis. Okay. So let's go. Starting at number, um, number 4. No, let's start at number 30, number 1. And when, when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I God instead who has withhold the fruit of thy womb? And she said, I can't give it to you, but go to my maid. Beulah, go into her and she shall bear upon my knees that I may have children by her. 
So Jacob did what she asked, and it says that she gave Beulah her handmaid to wife, and Jacob went into her, and Beulah conceived and bare Jacob a son. Okay? Number six. And Rachel said, God has judged me and has also heard my voice and has given me a son. Therefore, call she his name, his, call his name Dan. And Beulah, Rachel's maid, conceived again and bare Jacob a second son. Number eight. And Rachel said, with great wrestlings, she wrestled as well. With great wrestling, have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had left Baron, she took Zilpah, her maid, and gave gave her Jacob to wife. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bare Jacob's a son. And Leah said, a troop cometh. And she called him Gad. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bare Jacob a second son. And Leah said, happy am I, for the daughters will be will be will call me blessed and she called his name Asher so if you keep on reading all the way up until 21 it's going to give you all the names of the children of 12 12 issues of tribe okay amen and so but every year it just for him to keep Rachel Jacob was a prisoner within his own self because because of he because he loved Rachel so much Every seven years, he, he wanted to love, he, he, he did work for Laban to get Rachel. But if you continue reading the story, the same way he was, the same, the way, the same way he deceived Esau, oh, yeah. and the same way Laban, in, in, this, in our readings in 30, he was deceived also. Because he worked so hard to have Rachel that his father kept him a bondage and slavery, keeping being works in the field. Because one, his, his, his lust overruled the promises of God. And so when he finally came to his senses, come on, because we all go through that phase where we love somebody so much and we're willing to do anything. And that's just a prime example of a man. He loved it. Um, Rachel so much he did anything to have her and make a long story short when time came past on he married Rachel and Leah but he still loved Rachel more than Leah and time went on and um, Jacob ran away but he still took his wives his cattle and everything that would belong to him he, he went he went he just ran he said, I'm, going, I'm, I'm tired of this, basically. And see, when you get tired of being sick and tired, you're going to do whatever you have to do to get out that situation. And that's what Jacob did. I'm going to take everything that I built up from Laban, my hands to the plow, and take my wives, take my children, take my cattle, and left. And as we go on now, He's about to meet the angel. And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of God met him. And when, when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place Mahana. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, 
unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. So what was going on now is that Jacob is trying to make amends with his brother. Jacob is trying to make amends with his brother, and he sent a word to meet um, Esau. And now when he met Esau, Jacob prayed. And if you, if you, when you hold on to something and you want something to, to be free, and you want to be free, and you know you did something in error, and this is what, this is what um, Jacob did. He knew everything he ever did. But I believe in somewhere down his heart, he wanted to make it right with his brother. And when, he, and when we get to that point of wanting to make it right, you're going to do all that you can to make it right. No matter, what, no matter what people may say, I'm going to make this right. Because when we stand before God on that day, we want to make sure our, our, our heart is white as snow. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I believe when, when we hold on to our faith, can nothing separate us from the love of God. When we hold on to our faith, can't nobody shake us on what we got to believe. When we hold on to our faith, for God is and for God is. When we hold on to Jesus, there is nothing too hard for God to work out. And see, this is when we got to hold on to our faith because he said, if you have a grain of faith, of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Don't you believe this is a mountain that his brother said, I'm gonna, he gonna kill you when you see him. So therefore, not only is in the natural thing, this is a spiritual, a spiritual warfare in heaven. So therefore, he wrestled with the angel. So do you know you gotta wrestle with your blessings and you can have to wrestle with your blessings for a breakthrough because your life is at stake. Because you know you gotta pray for your children because their life is at stake. When your children get sick, you got to go on your knees and pray and bombard heaven for their healing. When the bills are due, you got to pray and ask God to make a way. When sickness come on your body, you got to pray for a change. When people don't come up, coming up on you on your job, you got to pray for peace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But what we're seeing right now, the, the, the enemy is trying to get a grip in the atmosphere on this barren. But we got the power and authority to speak against it. You cannot come in my house. You cannot touch my kids. Everything that God has for me, Satan, you cannot touch it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give too much play to the devil, but the devil is a lie today. Everything that God has given us and we know that we are blessed and we know that God has given it to us, we take it back by the authority and the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We take back our children. We take back our peace. We take back our mind. We take back our finance. We take it back in the mighty name of Jesus. We take back our preaching. We take back our humility. We take it back in the mighty name of Jesus. For the mind, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mind to the God of pulling down the strong stronghold. So therefore, we gotta pull the strongholds down. We gotta identify what the stronghold is and pull it down to the obedience of Christ. Because I'm gonna understand that the power of your faith. We got to hold on to our faith and don't let it go. There's a woman with the issue of blood. She bled for 12 long years. Hallelujah. According to custom, she went to every physician. And by nothing, nothing, she, she became 
in debt. She became broke. But she heard somebody was coming through by the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She took a chance. But because if you go back into the book of the Leviticus, a period is, 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 is caused to be unclean. You cannot be no around nobody bleeding. But she stepped out on faith. She said, if I just can touch the hem of his garment, hallelujah, I will be made whole. Hallelujah. See, we got that's when we um, Jacob was rest. He said, I need a blessing. Hallelujah. I'm not gonna let you go till you bless me, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. And she touched the hem of his garment. In other words, she pressed her way. No matter how it looked, no matter what nobody said, she pressed her way. And when she touched Jesus' garment. He said, who touched me? You mean to tell me you got all these people around him pressing against Jesus, thronging for his word, thronging for him just to touch him? But it was just that one touch. Hallelujah. It was just that one touch. Hallelujah. That one touch got his attention. He asked the disciples, who touched me? You mean to tell me you got the disciples that wasn't discerning? They said, how can you ask us who touched you and you got all these people around you? He said, I know I got all these people around me, but my virtue, hallelujah. The virtue of Jesus left him because she touched him. And she went to Jesus. And Jesus told her, he said, daughter, Jesus. He said, daughter, hallelujah, Jesus. He said, go in peace. For thy faith has made you whole of that plague. See, this is why you got to hold on to your faith. I know uh, sometimes it get hard, but hold on anyhow. Hold on anyhow. Hold on. That that word, the word of the definition of hold on is take a grip. Take a grip of this earth because the earth is the Lord's to the fullness thereof. And we dwell in the land. So therefore, hold on to God's words. Hold on to your faith because your faith on this day, every sickness has been dried up because of the word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Every pain has been dried up in the name of Jesus. But see, we got to go and, and put the word, hallelujah, on our joints. We got to go back and put the word on our mind because right now there's so much mental, mental warfare going on in the people's mind. Hallelujah, Jesus. But Jesus says he can... Tear it down. He's the only one can destroy it. He's the only one can destroy it and disperse it back to the sea that it would never rise again. But you got to ask God. God, your word said the weapon of my warfare are not carnal. 
but it's mine through God to pull me down the stronghold. Father God, the mental warfare of my mind got to be cast down and be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. So I pray, church, as we stand and come in union of Lord Jesus Christ to hold on to your faith, the power of your faith, hold on and don't let go. Amen.